Vigor Steve here, just look at the time. It's 10 o'clock, baby. Yes, we're going to discuss how to use Tremblone safely, without getting mad angry, without getting full-blown train rage, which is basically roid rage on steroids. In this video, I want to highlight a couple solutions which I wish I had access to back in the day, over a decade ago, when I was still using Tremblone frequently. A couple solutions which worked for many of my clients and which I've heard through the grapevine will surely work to keep your anger management under control. But before we get into it, I want to highlight a study, another follow-up study from Tim Piatkowski, which is the author of My Mind Pretty Much Went to Mush, a qualitative exploration of Tremblone in the performance and image-enhancing drug community, published on March 29th, so very recent, 2023. We already make a separate video about that. It's hilarious. You should give it a watch if you haven't watched it yet. Tim is performing a follow-up study, which includes a survey requiring a much larger sample size. So if you've used Tremblone in the past and you want to participate anonymously, the link is down below. Please do so. Please share your experiences with Tremblone, whether that was recent or years ago. If we can get this survey up to, let's say, a thousand participants, the data is going to be more and more and more accurate. Plus, there'll be another publication for PubMed about the Tremblone sign, which with a ton of anecdotal experience. So do me a solid, fill it out. It only takes five to 10 minutes at maximum. Okay, and before we get into this video, please like it, leave a comment for the algorithm, consider subscribing if you haven't already, and if you want to support the channel, you can do so by joining either the YouTube or Patreon memberships, or you can vote for upcoming deep dives, or join the weekly vigorous Q&A, where you can ask your Tremblone sandwich questions unlimitedly, privately for an entire hour, and then we go public, and it turns into a super chats, super flood. Okay, why does Tremblone potentiate all of these issues? First reason being, in many cases, we use Tremblone during a contest prep or cutting phase. So the calories are already low, which already makes you mad hangry, which is hunger and angry together. Great joke, Steve. Great joke. So the longer you diet, the more moody and irritable you become. You throw the Tremblone sandwich on top, and now you're hangry on steroids, of course. All right, so keep this in mind. If you use Tremblone at the low dose during your off-season and your caloric intake, your micronutrient intake, and your calories are more than sufficient in a caloric surplus, for example, you're not that likely to be moody on trend. So keep this in mind. Part of the mental um, issues that come along with trend are actually coming from your diet being in a caloric deficit, but it's also highly dependent on the dose. So my initial advice would be to use zero milligrams of trimblone acetate, enethate, or hexahydrobenzocarbonate, parabolin, per week. Now, of course, you didn't come from that advice, I'm not going to discontinue the trend. I want to use the trend without getting angry. First, you have to understand that the dose is the poison. At 10 milligrams per day, let's say you take Tremblone acetate 10 milligrams daily subcutaneously for the most stable serum concentrations, it's very unlikely that it's going to affect your mood. Even as high as 25 milligrams subcutaneous Tremblone acetate per day, 175 milligrams per week, it's very unlikely that it's going to affect your mood beyond this caloric restrictive state that you might be in during a cutting phase or contest prep. So if you can keep the dose low, but still get out of the nutrient partitioning benefits out of it, the IGF-1 receptor sensitivity increases out of the use of Tremblone and the overall improvement in body composition, assuming you're uh, controlling your caloric intake and your energy expenditure, all of the benefits associated with Tren, you can still get at a low dose between, let's say 70 milligrams up to 175 milligrams per week, assuming you're doing this with daily micro-administrations. But if you want to ramp up the dose of Tremblone for whatever reason, which again, I don't think is really required if you've got everything in place, but if you still want to do it, 
Keep in mind that trimbalone and nandrolone have been shown with clinical evidence to be the most neurotoxic of all of the anabolic androgenic steroids that you can choose from, so that might turn you off already. Also keep in mind that trimbalone has significant effects on your neurotransmission. A lot of the scientific evidence, which I should do a separate video about, has been performed on animal studies or in vitro, in vivo. Um, keep in mind that the human data is quite limited, so extrapolating quickly from that scientific evidence that we have at our disposal regarding trimbalone, keep in mind that dopamine levels and uh, dopamine response might go up, which is very similar to all of the anabolic angenic steroids, particularly testosterone. The link between testosterone and dopamine has been well established, but I'm sure many of you can testify. If you've used trembolone for longer periods of time, when you come off, the dopaminergic response simply isn't there. So your libido might be chronically suppressed. Your motivation might be chronically suppressed and everything else that's associated with dopamine, especially if you've been going crazy on TikTok, Pornhub and everything else that's highly dopaminergic, um, right? The dopamine detox is going to be quite terrible. And even though on Tremolone, your dopaminergic response goes up significantly in a dose-dependent fashion, your serotonin levels come down in a dose-dependent fashion as well. So the more Tremolone you take, the more of a difference you're creating between dopamine levels and serotonin levels. Not only is trembolone known to reduce the amount of serotonin which is present in the brain, it also reduces 5-HT receptor sensitivity to various extents because there's so many different 5-HT receptors present. So dopamine levels go up, serotonin levels come down, but norepinephrine levels and receptor sensitivity is also influenced by trembolone. So that might be beneficial if you take trembolone pre-workouts, norepinephrine levels goes up and your overall fight or flight state is now heightened for a crazy stellar phenomenal workouts, it might lead into the rest of the day causing mad anxiety. So if dopamine levels are up, serotonin levels are down, but norepinephrine levels are also up, you're in this perpetual dopaminergic and norepinephric fight or flight state, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> you're going to be on edge and mad angry the entire day. So again, the dose is the poison here. I can do a whole separate video about neurotransmission and neurotoxicity when it comes to trembolone. Let me know down below if you would like to see the effect of trimbolone on your brain based on the scientific evidence on human studies and animal studies, in vitro studies, in vivo studies as well. So what can we actually do about this, preventing ourselves from going full-blown train rage? You can sleep properly because all of these neurotransmitters are replenished and recovered the receptor sensitivity while you're sleeping. We know that trimbolone causes terrible insomnia. I'm not going to go into it because I just released a very long deep time video series about how to improve deep sleep. Some of the supplements which we'll discuss a little bit later on, I'm still going to highlight in this video because they have some overlap in mood management besides inducing sleep for high quality sleep throughout the night. Just keep in mind, guys, that there's a boatload of supplements out there which are known to take the edge off the trembolone sandwich and keep the trend rage at bay. There's various herbal extracts or amino acid neurotransmitter precursors or overall micronutrients various medications and recreational drugs even, all can potentiate some sort of suppressive effect on the rage that might manifest at higher dosages of trenbolone. But since there's so many of them, you're going to have to experiment, figure out which particular cocktail is beneficial for you. And if you already came to an anti-trenrage supplement stack, please share it down below in the comment section. I would love to know and everybody else would like to know what particular drug cocktail or supplement cocktail you're currently using while running a boatload of trend and still being happy-go-lucky. So let's get started with the herbal extracts. We have ashwagandha root extract, cannabidiol, 
CBD, again, highly depends if it has THC and if it's even legal in your country of residence, chamomile tea, curcumin, a turmeric extract, ginkgo biloba, kava kava, maca roots, muka prurians, also known as velvet bean, passion flower, rhodia rosea, saffron extract, one of my favorites, St. John's wort. Just keep in mind that St. John's wort is a very potent cytochrome P453A4 enzyme inducer, just like modafinil. So you might speed up the metabolism of particular drugs which are undergoing metabolism by the cytochrome P450 enzymes. Valerian roots, also a very potent mood booster. And we have various amino acid neurotransmitter precursors like 5-HTP, 5-hydroxytryptophan, which is the precursor for serotonin. And again, if trimbalone is going to reduce the amount of serotonin that is present in the brain, you might as well supplement with 5-HTP up to 300 milligrams per day. Maybe 100 milligrams in the morning, 100 milligrams in the evening is more than sufficient. That's what I noticed when I was still running Trimbalone uh, close to a decade ago. That helped to keep the mood and anger management under control. Choline, of course, a, not really a precursor, but if you use alpha-GPC or a CDP choline, that is the precursor for the choline which is present in your brain. Inositol, also very beneficial to improve your moods. Gamma-aminobutyric acid, GABA, only before bed because it might induce some sleep. L-theanine, L-tryptophan, again, the building block for 5-HTP, resulting in elevated serotonin levels, and L-tyrosine, which is the building block for dopamine. And a couple other micronutrients you could look into, like B vitamins, for example, a general B100 complex will go a very long way to improve your mood and combat any B vitamin deficiency, which might be there when using steroids particular vitamin B6, P5P, which helps with the production of dopamine directly, vitamin D3, iron, magnesium, lithium orotate, which is available as an over-the-counter supplement. Just keep in mind that lithium is part of various antidepressants, so you might need to take that under medical supervision. Selenium, omega-3 fatty acids. I mean, there's a multitude of different benefits from omega-3s, as well as S-adenosyl methionine, also known as SAMe, which contributes to the production of neurotransmitters like serotonin and dopamine as well. So the list is long. Please go back the last couple of minutes to pause the video here and there, read the text that's on the screen, look for particular dosage ranges so you can start designing your own over-the-counter supplement stack to keep the trembloni rage at bay. This is my personal stack of what I would run if my wife would allow me to use trimbalone acetate or another ester ever again. So I would use, based on the selection above, um, ashwagandha root extract, 600 milligrams of the KSM 66 variety before bed. Ginkgo biloba, 120 milligrams pre-work every single day. Saffron extract, 30 milligrams upon waking. 5-HTP twice per day, 100 milligrams morning and evening. Choline, now, that's the alpha-GPC variety, 600 milligrams to 1200 milligrams pre-work, depending on the work that I need to perform. Inositol, 5000 milligrams morning and evening, but that's mostly for liver health. And of course, Trembolone is not too good for your liver health either. So inositol intake needs to be quite high, not only for your brain, but also for your liver. Gamma amino butyric acid, GABA, let's say 1000 milligrams in the evening when I want to fall asleep so I don't get into this perpetually angry state because I didn't sleep properly the night before. L-theanine, and let's say 100 milligrams to 200 milligrams at extreme cases to help me unwind. At the end of the day, when I finish all of my work, but I have a couple hours left to kind of relax before I start going to bed. L-tryptophan, 1000 milligrams up to 1500 milligrams, three times daily in combination with 5-HTP. 
but I would discontinue 5-HTP and L-tryptophan if I were to use a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, obviously, which is something I would prefer in combination with Trembolone because it's way more potent than this combination of over-the-counter supplements regarding mood management, but don't worry, we'll get to that. Uh, L-tyrosine, 1,000 milligrams in the morning just to get the day started, and maybe 2,500 milligrams pre-work daily in combination with vitamin, vitamin B6, P5P, 100 milligrams in the morning. Don't have to dose that twice. Once per day is more than enough if you combine it with L-tyrosine because uh, vitamin B6, P5P seems to be long-lasting throughout the day. In combination with a, a regular B50 complex, morning and evening, vitamin D3, 5,000 IUs in the morning or in the evening, depending on how much vitamin K I'm taking, which comes in combination with vitamin D3. And magnesium glycinate, 200 milligrams with meals every single day. But then at the last meal before bed, I would have magnesium threonate, let's say 200 milligrams before bed, again, to kind of help me unwind, relax, improve my sleep quality. The last thing is omega-3 fatty acids, 500 to 800 milligrams with every single meal. So not everything will directly contribute to mood management on Trembolone. Some things will improve sleep quality. Some things will improve overall state of health. But if you sleep well and you feel healthy, then mood management and the Trembolone sandwich train rage is going to be minimal if present at all. A couple of performance enhancing drugs which are known to improve mood. Testosterone. Yes. Human chorionic gonadotropin, DHEA, and pregnenolone. There's a reason why I always mention testosterone, HCG, DHEA, and pregnenolone. It puts you in a good mood. So if you're going to use Tremblone at any dose, whether that's 70 milligrams, 700 milligrams, or 1,000 milligrams per week, put some testosterone, HCG, DHEA, and pregnenolone in your stack. Deanabol, also known to improve your mood. But if you are already on testosterone, HCG, DHEA, and pregnenolone, and you don't have an aromatized inhibitor in place, and you're also on Trembolone, you get a gynecomastia formation through the progesterone receptor. Prolactin levels might already be elevated, but if you don't control your estradiol levels because now you get additional methyl estradiol from the deanibal that you're taking, that's a recipe for gynecomastia in the making. So please be responsible if you add in the deanibal, check your serum estradiol levels first, have an aromatized inhibitor on standby, and might as well have tamoxifen or raloxifene on standby too, if you're going to go that route and miss a day of aromatized inhibitor administration or your Trembolone sandwich dose is so high that you're going to get gyno overnight. Also keep in mind that growth hormone interacts with the prolactin receptor. So if prolactin levels are high and you add in the growth hormone for mood management, gyno might be worse also. So growth hormone is good for mood management. Insulin is good to improve your mood. I noticed that modafinil improves my mood at a low dose. PT-141, of course, because your uh, libido is so sky high, especially if your dopaminergic response from the Trembolone is sufficiently heightened as well. PT-141, Trembolone, hide your wives. Yes. Uh, and then alongside of that, Cimax, which is also known to boost your libido because it heightens the sensitivity to the neurosteroids, which hopefully you're supplementing with the DHEA and pregnenolone. Cerebrolysin puts me in a good mood. So there's a whole laundry list of performance enhancing drugs you can run alongside of Trembolone to keep your mood management under control. Of course, there's antidepressants, but I have separate videos about that. I used to run fluvoxamine, not in combination with Trembolone because I haven't touched that for a multitude of different years, but my overall fluvoxamine experience was positive until I had to discontinue it and the side effects were brutal. Yeah. Next time, if I want to run an SSRI, it will probably be Vurioxetine. I've talked to several people who ran either fluvoxamine or Vurioxetine alongside their Trembolone dose at pretty high dosages during contest prep even, and their mood was 
flawless. Yeah. Now, of course, fluvoxamine, vorioxetine, a very big commitment if you're going to go with selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Don't take them lightly. Don't pop them like candy. That's not what they're meant for. They're antidepressant medications. They need to be respected. And if you start low and build up the dose over time, over a multitude of different months, not from one day to the next, right? Start low, build your way up over months, then the side effects should be minimal. That's what I experienced when I ran fluvoxamine. And it's the same thing I'm going to do if I'm interested in running vorioxetine in the future. And if I feel happy, go lucky. And if I can negotiate with my wife, uh, maybe 70 milligrams trembolone up to 175 milligrams trembolone per week uh, might be in the cards for me. But stay tuned. I'll announce it here on this YouTube channel if I ever get that far. And then the last thing you can look into are recreational drugs. Of course, cannabis. A lot of people smoke weed to take the edge off trend. Some people can't even function without cannabis, um, even on a moderate steroid cycle because they're so anxious and so irritable. So again, there is a reason to use cannabis if it's legal or you can get it on prescription or, uh, well, through the underground lab scene, basically, right? Through the, the criminal routes. It's entirely up to you. Kratom, same effect. I've talked to a lot of people who use Kratom intermittently to take the edge off their trimbalone sandwich. Just keep in mind that both wheat and kratom are both known to increase prolactin levels. So if you're running trimbalone with the animal for mood management and growth hormone for mood management, high estradiol, high prolactin, high progesterogenic activity, uh, a recipe for gyno even further than what we highlighted earlier. Also, wheat and kratom can be highly addictive. Highly depends on the person. I know people who can take wheat or kratom every single day at pretty high dosages and stop cold turkey without any side effects. A lot of people suffer serious withdrawal, so keep this in mind. And then the last thing you can look into, and it highly depends on the legality status in the country of residence, might be a little bit controversial, but microdosing mushrooms and LSD can also keep the trend rage at bay, maybe even more than wheat or kratom or some of the antidepressants can. But you're going to have to figure it out for yourself. Either a microdose or that was not a microdose dose might be more beneficial compared to the over-the-counter supplements, the performance-enhancing drugs, or the antidepressants, which we just highlighted. Get your hands dirty, do the research, right? Figure it out. Uh, I think I provided plenty of options for mood management on the Trimbaloni sandwich. My personal recommendation would be not to take Trin, but if you're going to use Trin, use a low dose, 70 to 175 milligrams per week at maximum, right? Assuming you have everything else in place, you should elicit all of the beneficial effects associated with Trimbaloni. Keep that over-the-counter supplement stack in place, which I just highlighted. But if you're going to go with higher dosages of trend, you might need an SSRI or that was not a microdose dose. Food for thought. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. You can find everything that I'm associated with down below in the YouTube description section. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Vigor Steve. Vigor's crew, you guys know what to do. A nut on Trimbalone frontable bicep for you guys. Uh, never say never right, but for now, I would say that the Trembolone sandwich is still off the menu, even though this video um, leaves a lot of options on the table. Stay tuned. Thank you guys so much for watching, and I'll see you in the next video.